0: Previously on Live at Six Oh Five. This
1: is my thing about Christmas. I feel like it's the happiest time of the year. I, I like
0: Chris- Hanza. <laughs> Racist. I mix Hanukkah and Kwanzaa. You know, it's like Christmas because this is Hanza. <laughs> That's my new religion. John Mallon.
1: and Val Gomez.
0: from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is a very snowy edition of Live at 605. And we got a bit of a different episode for you guys this week as I am flying solo dolo, taking it back to seasons one through three. When I didn't have a co-host, I just had Val, who would come on when I needed her to come on, which is basically every other other episode. But uh, you know what? She is gone. She just left and flew back out on assignment today, we sent her out on assignment to go collect stories, and she might have a, um, a remote for us later in the podcast. I'm already off to a bad start. But don't worry, I got a lot of fun things planned this week, as I'm going to do a bit of a throwback episode, as I'm going to play some of our best-of game moments. You know, we haven't played games in a while. We haven't played any this season. Maybe played a couple last season but early on in the, uh, the podcast, we used to play like three games a week or an episode. And I think that's before all this crazy shit would just happen to us and we just found our rhythm. But I think we're going to bring back more games as the show goes on. Because you'll see, I'm going to play, I think, probably three of my all-time favorite games. And so, yeah, it will be a good break. So even though Val's not here, it's just me. I got some funny stories. I got fan questions I'm going to answer. And I got throwback clips of games. So you'll get a bit of everything this week. And, um, yeah, so why don't we get into this, um, all the ways to get in contact with our asses. You know what I just realized I didn't say? I didn't say it's your boy, Gucci Mallon, coming to you live and direct from beautiful downtown Toronto. I may have said the beautiful downtown Toronto Park, but I didn't let you guys know it's Gucci Mallon here. And yeah, it's, um, Sunday, December, what is it, 11th right now? We are less than a week away from Val's big birthday jamboree, and it's getting very exciting because I think we mentioned it last week, we rented out a big, huge studio with um, a stage area. So we're all gonna have us and a bunch of friends go jam out, play some music, have some drinks, some food, and then we're gonna go out to uh, Stone's Place and dance the night away. So I'm excited for that, and I'm sure we'll have lots of crazy stories. But as always, let us get into the uh, contact information. Since I'm a gentleman, I will give out Val's contact information first, so follow her on Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter. She's at Val Gomez 23. And does she post anything this week? I don't know. Let me take a look. I think her numbers have been pretty steady. I think she said she got a few few new sex bot followers this week, which is always helpful. Let's see. She um, she hasn't posted anything since the Silence concert, which was almost a week ago. So we will see if she posts some stuff from where she's at right now. But you can follow your boy, Gucci Malin. I'm at Malin Camp and all things Twitter. Instagram, uh, Snapchat as well. I guess you could follow me there. And then if you go to iTunes, I see I don't do this part. This is Val's part. I forget what she even says. If you go to iTunes, um, rate, review, subscribe, download, tell a friend, family, friend me. Just get the word out there, right? And if you leave a comment, you can even say this podcast sucks balls. Go for it. Say that. Doesn't matter. Just leaving comments helps us get back onto the news and noteworthy. And of course... If you go to Facebook.com slash Live at 605, you'll see lots of pictures, memes, gifts, videos. Anything we talk about, we post it there. And we just like to post lots of funny pictures. So I highly recommend you go there. If you go there right now, you'll actually see that Donald Trump tweeted that he's not a fan of Live at 605. So if you go there again, Facebook.com slash Live at 605, or go to my Twitter account, I'm at Malencamp, you will see the uh, Donald Trump tweet saying how he does not like us. So who go figure. Donald Trump not liking something. But do that. Talk to us. Send us some tweets, all that fun stuff. And this is crazy, guys. Like I said, I haven't done a solo cast really since the early on season. So it might take me a minute to find my voice and get into it. As I'm also feeling a little bit under the weather. I think Val and I have both been so busy lately. I mean, she's been traveling a lot. We've been working. We've been seeing friends we've been doing christmas shopping that we just haven't had time to get sick you know i don't know if you guys are like us but when you get busy you just like even though you might not feel great you just gotta plow through it which is what i'm gonna do for this podcast i'm plowing through this motherfucker to give you guys quality entertainment and if you don't like me by myself like i said don't worry i got some best stuff clips and it's one episode deal with it we got 100 almost 50 episodes out there so keep listening because i think you will like this and like i said The games part alone. If you're a new fan, I'm playing games from season 1. I'm playing a game from season 3. And I believe a game from from season 4. So if you guys have just joined us lately, like in the last year and a half, this will be brand new clips for you. And I think you'll like them. And if you like them, tweet us, Facebook us, and tell us you want us to play them some more. So, you know, without further ado, why don't we just get into this bad boy as I actually have a sponsorship this week. I was gonna give it out last week, but uh, something else came up. Listen to last week's podcast to hear my sponsorship of Mistaken Identity. And I thought that one was way better, so I wanted to save this sponsorship because it made me laugh for this week. And since I'm flying solo dolo again, Why don't we just uh, get into it? And this is my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the
1: week.
0: Okay, so if you go back probably to episode two of the season, I think that's the episode where we talked about going to Ikea, buying a new couch and tossing our old couch and just all the um, craziness that happened to us trying to get that couch out of our apartment and into the basement through the elevator when we didn't get a service elevator Quite funny, again, if you want to hear some witty banter, go back to episode two of this season. But since we got a new couch and we got a new lamp, we had all these boxes left over. Obviously, they come in boxes. And so this happened to me. One day I was coming home from work, and I think Val was meeting a friend for coffee. So I was coming home by myself, and I was like, okay, I got this huge IKEA box from our couch. I have all these other little boxes just stuffed into the bottom of them. I think we left them on the balcony because we just, we had them there for a few days. We didn't take them down the day of getting the couch because we were busy hosting the Gilmore Girls party that night. So I was like, okay, I'm by myself. Get home from work. Let me just toss these boxes. You know, it's quite a bit of boxes. Um, Let me go in the elevator. So I take the elevator down to the basement, which is where the dumpsters are. And I mentioned that they're bigger boxes. And there's two really big boxes I'm actually dragging, so... I'm dragging them just through the doors. There's a couple doors I have to go through. And I'm dragging, dragging, and I drag them to the dumpster. And I go around the corner. And as I go around the corner to get ready to pick them up to throw them into the dumpster, I look up, and there's a hobo inside our dumpster. So obviously I'm shocked and surprised, and I I make an audible noise like, But the funny thing I thought was, Obviously, I had no idea if someone would be in the dumpster, so as I go around the corner and look up and I see a guy, obviously, I'm like startled and just like, whoa, surprise. But the thing that made me laugh was the hobo was also surprised that he saw me, and so he also goes, whoa. And I'm like, dude, you're in a dumpster at like 5.30 on a Tuesday. Like You got to expect people are coming in and out of the, this is the parking garage here. And so we both make this surprise, whoa, scream. And I'm like, oh, hey. And he's like, hey, man. He's like, um, hey, buddy. Just just leave the boxes there. I'll, I'll throw them in after I'm done in here. I was like, uh, all right. And he's like, oh, thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, I'll get them. I'll throw them in here when I'm done. I was like, yeah, sure. So I say, okay. I get the hell out of there. Now, he wasn't, wasn't frightened uh, other than uh, just being startled. But I'm just like, what are you doing in the dumpster? I guess he's a dumpster diver. Who knows? Maybe he wasn't a hobo. Maybe he threw out some garbage, and he like had a, a watch in there, and he was trying to find it. I'm pretty sure he was just a dumpster diving hobo. But it's just like, dude, if you're in a dumpster, you got to be prepared for people to walk by. Don't get startled. That's the thing that made me laugh was, yeah, I'm startled, but don't get scared. It's people walking by. And that would be my hobo in a dumpster sponsorship of. The week sponsorship of the week okay guys so i want to get into this bad boy i have i think maybe one or two stories of the week not too many but we i put it out on twitter and facebook earlier today um that i was by myself so if you guys had questions to so write in and also i haven't given this out in a while but if you want to email us live at 605 at gmail.com you can always send us questions and everything so how about this I'm gonna read a question, gonna answer it. How about then we play a game so you guys can have um, Val in your life because I know we all miss her right now. And then maybe we might even have a remote I'll play by her. So why don't I get into the first question. And the first question comes from Adam in Buffalo. Thank you, Adam in Buffalo. And he writes, what's your most impressive physical accomplishment? It's a good question. That's a good question, you know. I used to do a lot of sports growing up. I did baseball, karate. I was telling Val last night I was a wicked good soccer goalie. My one year I played soccer when I was maybe six years old. Went to the playoffs. Game one, I win by shutout. Game two, the coach doesn't put me in, we lose. Game three, we tie with a shutout. Now, if you put me in game two, you don't think I'm not getting a shutout that game? I'm getting a shutout. But that's not my most impressive physical feat. And as I got these coming in today, I was trying to think and make notes. Like, okay, what what should I say about all these answers? And initially, I was like, well, my one physical feat that I can think of that was super impressive. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to give some bullshit answer where I did like, you know, I lifted 90 pounds at the gym doing a um, leg squat. whatever the fuck you do at the gym. But when I was 16, and I may have told the story in the podcast, but I don't think I have. When I was 16, I was in karate, and I had just gotten my black belt. Now picture, I'm gonna paint a picture of you, for you guys of a 16 year old John. 16 year old John was probably about 106 pounds soaking wet. Um, as Val would say, I had wide eyes. I had not grown into my face yet. So my eyes were very far apart. And yeah, so I'm the super skinny, lanky kind of kid. And I'm in this karate tournament. And I just got my black belt probably like three or four weeks ago. And in karate, in the tur- tournament I was in, black belts for whatever reason this is still muffed up to this day the age range was 16 to 18 and I feel like especially when you're a teenager there's a big difference between 16 17 and 18 first of all 18 years old you're an adult and I was fresh 16 like I think I just turned 16 a day before I got my black belt type thing like all this was completely new to me it was my first time uh doing a karate tournament as a black belt And I was always I did fights and I did pretty well for for a guy in fights. But I remember um, this particular tournament, I think it was in Quebec and I'm getting ready to fight. There's a fight before mine before I go up. And there's this huge guy like 18 years old, probably 6'3", like 170 pounds, just like a giant guy, especially compared to my uh, frame and everything. I was maybe at the time 5'6". I mean, now I'm a hair over six on a good day, but I was only 5'6 at the time and the referee rings the bell, the fight starts, and this is karate fighting, not UFC, not boxing, so you can punch, you can kick, you do have pads on your feet and hands, and you have a helmet, but still, I mean, you can get smoked in the stomach, you can get smoked in the face, it hurts, right? So I think it took maybe eight seconds for this giant man to knock out his opponent. Literally, he did a spinning back kick, kicked the guy in the fucking face, knocked him out cold, and the guy was—he knocked the guy right out of the tournament. Guy wins instantly, and the rules of fighting in karate is not to knock the person out. It's point-based system. I think at the time it was you had to get either three or five points to win. You get a point by hitting them in the stomach or the head or the leg, whatever it is. But this guy knocked the dude out. I'm like, holy shit! And this is one of the times I'm like, I don't want to win because I don't want to go any further to, to face this guy. So, anyways, I'm in the next fight, and as a fresh-faced 16-year-old black belt ended up winning my fight, which was good. Um, And then I believe, oh, yeah, so this is what happened. The next round, I think I ended up getting a bye because the guy knocked out the one dude. And so they just gave me a bye, something like that. Anyways, the huge guy does his next fight, wins. And it somehow turns out that this 16-year-old John, who was barely 106 pounds if he was a half an ounce of a stone or whatever that phrase is, here I am fighting that 6'3", Six foot three monster of a dude. I remember everyone in the crowd just going like, "Oh, this is gonna be people. This is gonna be good. This kid's gonna get knocked out, or it's like, oh, I feel bad for this kid." And uh, you know what? I should see. I'm I'm like ninety nine percent sure I have this on video as well, just like the Hurricane Smith video. I will have to see when I go back for Christmas to see if my dad. Or if I have the DVD, I think we have the DVD of it. If we do, I'll bring it back and play the audio because I'm sure there's, like, comments you can hear in the background. Of people be like, oh, my God, this kid's going to get messed up. And so I go in there, and I'm scared shitless. Obviously, this guy's like, almost almost a full foot taller than me, you know, 70 pounds heavier than me and just, like, a long reach. i just seen him knock out a guy bigger than me. And so the fight starts, and I will say this. I did not win. I held my own. I didn't get knocked out. I think I got a couple points on him. The guy was trying to like spin around, and kick me in the face. Didn't do that. And so, anyways, that was a very impressive thing. I stood my ground. I lost. I got second place. But for a fresh black black belt who was 16 years old fighting an 18-year-old guy from Quebec who was huge and and everything, I thought that was a pretty impressive physical feat. But as I'm saying this, I remember that's not my most physical accomplishment feat or whatever that damn question was from adam this one actually i will say is my most impressive physical feat and probably one of the stupidest physical feats that i should not brag about but i will because i'm fine now so back in the day i have told this story before i was making chicken for val for dinner she was out in school or she was out whatever and we had frozen chicken and i had a mallet a um, silver mallet and to break the chicken i was smashing it with the mallet and I misfired and smashed my left thumb and I broke my thumb. Now, at the time, I didn't know I broke it, but my thumb went black and blue and it hurt like a mother. And this, I believe, was a Thursday night and it hurt a lot, but then the pain kind of went away. Like it wasn't unbearable. And I was like, well, I can bend my thumb. And I always thought the rule of thumb, ah, huh, pun intended, was that if you broke a finger, you couldn't bend it. Because I'm pretty sure, I believe, my older sister, Jen, broke one of her fingers playing basketball back in like high school. And I think she told me, she's like, I can't bend my finger. And she went to the doctor and they're like, oh, yeah, if you can't bend your finger, it's broken. So here I am bending my thumb. It was fine. I could bend it. I still made dinner that night, even though my thumbnail is about to fall off and it's all black and blue. This is a Thursday. And two days later on a Saturday, it's going to be a full-blown guy's day. And we were, we were supposed to go to the batting cages. We were supposed to go hit some golf balls. We were supposed to drink some beer and just hang out. Just like, It was a, it was a guy, guy's night out. And I was like, well, there's no way I'm missing this. And if I go to the doctor on a Friday, they'll probably tell me my thumb's broken. And then I can't go to the batting cages. And that's no fun. I mean, I can sit there and watch them. But I want to show off my baseball skills, right? So here I am at the batting cages, broken thumb, which I didn't know at the time. And uh, because... Guys like to compete against each other. We went to the hardest throwing cage, which I think it, it was 60 miles per hour. And your boy over here with a broken thumb was sock and dingers like there's no tomorrow. And I was very impressed by that. So that, along with my uh, black belt karate fighting uh, moment, are my best physical accomplishments. All right, guys. So why don't we get into one of the best sub game moments. And I think this is probably... The best game we've ever played and i made made the game myself this is from season four episode four the episode is entitled Boys Town brew crew and it's when i had said uh, from the guys from uh, guys night out where i broke my thumb sean and dan came over and you can go back and listen to some of our earlier podcasts together we did um uh, concert reviews like top 10 concerts all this and that but this night Probably wasn't too long after when I broke my thumb either. The guys came over and we did a podcast together. We have a beer company called Boys Town Brew where we make home homemade beer. And we had a game called that I made up called Is That an Athlete or a Porn Star? Because I noticed that there's a lot of athletes out there who have porn star sounding names. And I thought it'd be fun to find all these names and then give them out and the guys had to guess if it was a porn star or an athlete. And of course, because uh, Val is here at the time, she likes to have fun. So she's in it as well. And this is probably my favorite game we've ever played just because it was a great banter, funny names. And also, I would love to play this game again, but I think I use all the best athletes names. Like You can obviously find lots of crazy porn star names. But I don't know how many more athlete names that sound like porn stars I could find. So maybe I'll do research. Um, definitely won't research that on my work computer, though. And yeah, I would love to bring this game back, but this is probably my favorite game from Season 4, Episode 4. This is Boys Town Brew, Is That an Athlete or a Porn Star? Okay, I want to play a new game, and this is a game somewhat inspired by me and somewhat inspired by Val. This is called, Is That an Athlete or a Porn Star?
2: Yeah, was that an athlete? No, dog, that's a porn star.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say someone's name, I hope and I'm not too good at this game. <laughs> <laughs> Neither. <laughs> we'll find out. So, very simple. I'm gonna say a name. Either you have to say is an athlete or a porn star. And if it's an athlete, I'll say what sport they play. If it's a porn star, I'm just gonna say that a porn star. So are we so. go we taking turns? Or yeah, I'm gonna I'll say it, and then we'll go around in circle. So we'll see who gets these right. It's just gonna be randomly picked. So Sean's up first. Sean Puff Batty, aka Sean P Battycombs. Sure, my viewers have new. Yeah. Okay, so the first name is. You guys ready? Um, Buster, good. Buster Good. Buster Good. Is this an athlete or a porn star? Puff Batty. Ooh, fuck, that's a good one. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with athlete. Okay. Val? Buster Good. Porn star. Porn star. Okay, and Dan? Porn star. We have a porn star with Buster Good. All right, good. Oh, yeah, Buster it just Good.
2: just kind of makes sense now.
1: See now, sure. the question is: Were you jogging your porn memory or your athlete memory to figure that
0: out? <laughs> I, I hadn't heard it either, so, um, so it, was, it, was a, it was a blind, blind guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> next up. Next up. Again, I kind of should have done my research. Before. <laughs> no phones are out right now. You can't look this up. Okay. Next up is Urban Shocker. <laughs> Urban Shocker. <laughs> Is this a porn star or an athlete? We're going to start with Dan, Urban Shocker. What do you think?
2: <laughs> these, these are NFL players. No,
0: right? the, these are real names I looked at. They're either real porn stars okay, or real but, athletes. Like, are, you t- are you taking, like, athletes' names from, like... Like, like real, like big, like, like big leagues or... Yeah, or no, it's not, it's not like I'm going to like Pee Wee football, Urban okay. Shocker. These are real, look them, you can Google them after I say the name. So, Dan, Urban I mean, Shocker. I don't know if there's any big leagues in porn, but I don't know. <laughs> I, you know what, I'm going to say an athlete because that's a professional curler.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, Val? Shocker. Urban Shocker? Athlete. Puff fatty. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I got the
2: last one wrong. It's <laughs> a <laughs> I go I'm gonna go with
0: porn <laughs> go star. Once again, Val and Dan are right. <laughs>
2: ah! Ur- <laughs>
0: Urban Shocker is a baseball player. Oh my god A baseball player, yeah. Is it spelled?
2: U R B N or is it like U R B
0: N S H O C K E R Urban Shocker, wow. a baseball player. And
1: you don't know your porn or
0: your sports. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is this is way harder than uh I know. Um, this is it's way harder lives. than lives. No, no, it's uh, than um Ho Improvements. you ever listen to Home Improvements on the Dem No, show? No. It's like they play they play audio clips. From from either a oh yeah either yeah, a home improvement show uh, or a porn no, and you have to guess no. it it's a lot easier
2: than this but it's Anyways. okay. Next
0: up, it's not getting any easier. We have oh, we have now. Let's go to go Val first. Oh, <gasps> I have to always. Not now, no, here we go. This is Dick Pole. Dick Pole Val, is that a porn star or an athlete? Dick Pole. Athlete. Sean, I'm gonna go with athlete this time. Dan. Yawn stuff. Dick Pole is actually a baseball player, so Val is batting three for three, one for three for Sean and two for three for Dan. Okay, Dick Pole. right next up we have um who are we gonna go with? Uh okay here we go. Let's go either way. Ben Gay. Sean, what do you think about Ben Gay? I don't I think uh, should, we, should Val be guessing first? Yeah or? Val should be going first okay really. Ben Gay Val says porn star. I'm gonna go with uh, porn star. Okay, and Dan Ben yeah, Gay. Athlete for sure. Alright, we're gonna give this one to Dan. Ben <laughs> Gay Ben gay is a football player, yeah. folks. Oh.
2: <laughs> no no of course gonna call himself Ben Gay. <laughs> Unless he's
0: gay. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's fair, yeah.
0: Yeah. Alright, next yeah, up he didn't even specify who Yeah, <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> next up we're going with Dan first. Longer longer. <laughs> long- longer, longer. Porn star athlete, long, L O N G A R, longer, longer. Porn star. That's an athlete. Okay. And we're gonna go with Sean next. Porn star. Val. Athlete. Oh, I feel bad for Sean. We gotta, we gotta a <laughs> basketball player. Longer, longer <laughs> is a basketball player. Yeah. Something's got to be yeah. porn star. God. <laughs> All right. Next up. Val, you're getting tired riding in my coattails? <laughs> no! Alright, next up, we're gonna go with Sean. This, uh, oh, I, you got the one I feel bad. These, these aren't in order. I'm, I put them in a, a list. As you can see, I'm going whatever. Next up, going with Sean first. Fair Hooker. <laughs> <laughs> these are all 100% real. Jay, fair please, Hooker. Please let this be an athlete. Do you have spelling on Fair? <laughs> F A I R. Please let it be an athlete. Alright, Val, next up. <laughs> Porn star. Fuck! Thank you, Sean. Fair Hooker is a football player. Okay. Fair Hooker. These no, are real no. names.
2: No.
0: I googled everything. I googled worst. Team? No, I, I don't know. I just googled worst athlete names. And Fair Hooker's. I also googled funniest porn star real names. All right, next up. Let's see. Funniest porn star fake names. All right. All right, this is, again, another tough one. We're going to go with Val first. Rod Majors. Rod, R-O-D, Majors, M-A-J-O-R-S. Porn star. Dan. Porn star. She's an athlete. Oh, uh, porn star. Yes! <laughs> that's, that's a porn star <laughs> Yeah. I'm just going to go against whatever you guys want. Yeah. Say. That's basically what it is. Okay, okay let's do a couple more. Um, okay, this is a good one. We're going to go with Dan first. <laughs> Danger four pence. Danger four pence. What do you think, Dan? Athlete. Val. Athlete. Porn star. Uh you bet you gotta guess. <laughs> it's a soccer player. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't I shouldn't let Dan and Val go menu. I gotta split you guys up. No, it's fair. Sean you makes some decisions. <laughs> okay, wait, there was one I was there's was one I liked. This okay. Is fun. Yeah. Okay, this one, Val, you can't guess because you know this one. This is Val's this is a subtext of Is It an Athlete or Porn Star? Oh yeah, Sean, that. you'll get this one. Is this a An athlete or a chocolate bar? Yo,
1: is that an athlete?
0: Oh, no, that's a chocolate bar. Oh, come to papa. Cocoa Crisp. Let's go with uh, Sean first. Cocoa Crisp. Athlete or or a chocolate bar? I don't know. It's an athlete? Cocoa Crisp. Dan, you say? Athlete. Sean? I already know this, though. I'm go oh, I'm gonna go athlete. <laughs> Val confirm this. Athlete. Uh center fielder for the athlete or uh af, uh Oakland A, sorry, I heard yeah. You say Co-, 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 Co Chris. Chris. Okay. Oh. There was one, where was the good one I wanted? Oh yeah, okay, this one this one's one of my favorites. I'm gonna go with Val first, cause first of all, Val, I want you to say her last name. Misty Hyman <laughs> First of all, do you know what a hymen is? <laughs> Or do you know if you broke someone's hymen, what that means? Me? Yeah. Their bump? There you go, yeah. <laughs> Misty <laughs> Hyman. Yeah, right. Misty Hyman, Val. What is it? Athlete or a porn star? What do you think? Misty Hyman. Sorry, did you say bump? Yeah, like when you break a hymen, isn't that someone's ass? No. Butt sex? No. No, I'm pretty sure it's not. No, break, pretty, big V? Okay. All right, Misty Hyman. What do you Guys,
1: you can't teach me wrong things on a podcast, right? <laughs> so,
0: what do you say, Misty I mean, Hyman? I'm gonna
1: phone a friend and call Miranda. Yeah, and ask what yeah. I'm I think is.
0: I think you should phone a friend on that I one. I
1: might call Miranda and be like, "They're trying to trick me." Yeah. It's <laughs> a porn real star. For-
0: porn star. Okay, let's go with Sean next. Porn star. Okay, and Dan. Porn star. You all said porn star. Misty Hyman is a female <laughs> swimmer. Misty oh, Hyman. Yes. Yeah. Okay, couple more here. <clears throat> Best. That's Misty Hyman, that's a good name. Misty's the worst name. Don't ever Mi- name any kids Misty
2: because they ain't turning out well.
0: No, it's awful. Okay. Next one, shout out to Pops Mal. And the next name is Pops Mensah, M-E-N-S-A-H. Pops Mensah. Who's up? Let's go with Dan. Athlete. Pops. Ah, uh, Sean. Pops Mensah. <laughs> Porter. Val. This one, the win goes to Dan with the basketball player, Pops Mensa. Sorry about that. How
1: do you spell Hyman?
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no porn star is going to associate it. I can't believe this is making it to the podcast. <laughs> oh, it's, it's no a lot. porn star is going to associate H-Y-M-A-N, with Mensa. <laughs> Hyman. <laughs> Mensa is like a smart thing, right? So. Men, like yeah, it. Mensa is a smart thing. Yeah, it's like very I smart. I know that. Okay, next one. Um, we're going to go with Val because you're not really paying attention. Dick Trickle. Porn star and athlete. Porn star. Uh, Dan. NASCAR athlete. Sean.
2: NASCAR athlete. Dick Trickle?
0: Dick Trickle. (laughs) he's a
2: swimmer.
0: Athlete. (laughs) If someone's saying NASCAR, you gotta go with NASCAR. Dan's got it right on the head. (laughs) I knew you would get that one. Dick Trickle. He's a NASCAR NASCAR. guy. Dick Trickle. It's a great
1: name. That's it. (laughs)
0: I would change my name. Dick Trickle was our last appearance. Well, it's yeah. Richard Trickle, I guess. But yeah. Still, it's kind of gross. Okay, I think. No, you were... went by Dick Trickle. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> what was, uh, what was his the name functions? in um, uh, Bookie Nights? What's Mark Wahlberg's name? Dirk Diggler. Dirk Diggler, Dirk Diggler. Diggler yeah. Mm. Okay, I got maybe one or two more. Oh my god. Okay, so. He's going to get me drunk, though. <laughs> so, I'm impressed Is you got know Dick you Trickle. I know. I knew you would get that when I saw NASCAR. It just seemed like. Okay, we got a couple more. Next one up is um, Brian Pumper. Mm-hmm. Let's go with Sean Brian Pumper. <laughs> Porn star. Val. Athlete. Dan. P.O.N. Star. Brian Pumper would be a P.O.N. star. Porn star, yes. Did I say Fabian? don't
2: work there, Val. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did, did I say Fabian Assman yet? Fabian <laughs> Assman? Val, what is that? Fabian Fabian F-A-B-I-A-N Ass man A-S-S-M-A-N. Athlete. Fa- Dan. Athlete. Sean. Athlete. He's an athlete. He's a baseball player. Okay. Okay, what else do I have? Did I say Colt Steel? Dan. Colt. C-O-L-T, steel S-T-E-E-L. Colt steel. Athlete. Sean. Colt Steel, pornstar, Val, pornstar, pornstar. <laughs> Athlete.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, this one, um, I think you guys will probably get this one, and then we, this might be the last one. Dick, butt kiss, Sean.
1: Dick. His name's Dick Butt Sean. Dick Butt <laughs> <laughs> Slow your like- you roll.
0: Dick. Answer first name Dick. Good. Last name <laughs> Butt Kiss. Answer goes to Sean first. Dick. Butt kiss. Uh, athlete. Val. Star. Dan. Yeah. Athlete, It's a coach. Football player, probably a coach, yeah. Oh, Dip butt kiss, I've heard. Uh, okay, I think... Hold on, I said longer, longer. So did we,
1: did we keep score after all? Or I feel wrong. like Dan's winning. I think, I think Dan's
0: winning, winning yeah. yeah. I don't know what that means. Either you're really yeah. good at sports or really good at porn, so...
2: It was mostly sports.
0: Okay, uh, let's do... I got two more. Last two. Um, we're gonna go with uh, Dan the Man, Miles Long, Miles Long. What do you think, Dan? a porn star, Sean. <laughs> 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 porn star, Val. Astley. He's a porn star. <laughs> and the Astley. the last, I, I I said Danger four Pence, right? <laughs> yeah, I said that. The last one goes to. We're gonna give it to Val with Scott. Nails. Kills.
2: Kills? Kills. Kills.
0: Nails. N a i l s. Cotton nails. Val, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Porn. Uh, Dan. Pion. Sean. Athlete. Oh, dude. <laughs> go out a winner. Porn star. You gotta go. Uh, with these two. I nails. <laughs> You're <Rubble>. a <Yeah>.
2: rebel.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, that. That's it. That's that. Those are all the. Is that an, this is, this is, we might have to bring this back every week. Is this an athlete or a porn star? Yo,
2: is that an athlete? No, dog, that's a porn star.
0: Whew. Crazy times, crazy times. All right, guys, so before we get into more games, because I like, I like doing this, you know, when I have to do a solo cast sometimes, it's fun to play best of hits because it gets you guys to go back and listen to them. And it's just funny to hear, I mean, right now, I probably sound like I've never done a podcast before because it's tough to do this by yourself. I still think I'm entertaining. I gave a goddamn good answer to, to, to Adam in Buffalo. I gave a great sponsorship. So bear with me, guys, all right? Just bear with me, this is a fun episode as I convince you with my stern voice. All right, so the next question, let's get into this. Um, how about Liz in Toronto, local Liz in Toronto? She says, what's your favorite day of the year? All right, good question. If Val is here, I guarantee you hers would be Christmas, Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, all that time. She loves Christmas. Um, but me, because I'm not, I'm a bit of a cynic. I don't know. I Do I have a, a favorite day? Like Christmas, I like. But if there was no, if I had to stop celebrating Christmas, I'd be all right with that. I'm sure Val's on a plane right now listening to this being like, What? So I wouldn't say Christmas is my favorite day. I mean, what am I going to say? Easter? No. I like the ham. Thanksgiving. Turkey's great. I'm going to give a super nerdy answer as I think about this because I, I took some time to think about this and I legitimately couldn't come up with the day like and my birthday. I don't, maybe when I was 15, that was my favorite day. But now the 31 year old man like that's ah, not my favorite day. I, I don't even want birthdays anymore. So two things. And this first one's super nerdy i don't care these are my genuine answers favorite day of the year opening day of baseball love it i I, you all know baseball is my favorite sport there's something about a new season whether it's baseball or hockey or basketball where everyone has a chance everyone's in first place it's not like you're four months in the season your team sucks and you're out of it and there's still two months to go and it's just like so shitty but opening day it's i love the first day of baseball so much that opening day Val and I usually order a pizza or something. It's the same with the first day of hockey. But that's why I like I like those as my um, favorite day. And the other thing, this isn't necessarily a day, but it's more of like a moment that I find happens maybe once or twice a year. And for the reason, I was thinking about this even before this question came in, but summertime, one of my favorite things about summertime, it's I love, love a hot day, not during the day, I love when it's like 9.30 at night and it's still like 25 degrees outside and you're on the balcony. It's a Saturday night. You have friends over. You're listening to music. You're having a couple drinks. You're in your shorts and you're you're still sweating. Even though it's nighttime, it's 8.30 at night. I just love a good hot summer's night where I imagine what it'd be like if you know you lived in like Atlanta. It'd be like that all summer long. But you get maybe two, maybe three days out of the summer where it's still really warm and hot at night 9 30 at night you're still sweating and i i just like that feeling for whatever reason it's just fun i mean right now it's still cold outside that i need to wear long johns a couple hats and some gloves go outside can't sit on the balcony i can't have fun i gotta sit in here and do a podcast so so that was liz's answer that was my answer to liz's question so thank you very much All right, now before we get into one of the other games we've played, why don't I answer one more quick question. And let's do, as I was just talking about Atlanta, I know uh, this isn't Atlanta, but I think it's a southern state if I know my geography correctly. This is from Jerry in Houston. And your boy Jerry asks, what's your favorite costume you've ever worn? You guys know us. Big Halloween fans, although we didn't celebrate it this year because we were too crazy busy and just wasn't feeling it. But this is a tough one. Like, I've been celebrating Halloween as an adult for about nine years. If I think back, my first – I mean, I'm not going to count as a kid. Cause whatever. I don't even remember what I was as a kid. Maybe a pirate. I know I went as the guy from Scream like four times. I'm not talking about Skeet Ridge. I'm talking about the uh, mass Man. But when you become an adult, it's something about being an adult and dressing up for Halloween that's so fun that you can just pick great costumes. And there was a good while there for like maybe three or four years where I would always go as a kid-sized costume. So I always enjoyed going as like a kid-sized Batman. Uh, kid-sized Wolverine was probably my favorite for the kid-sized costumes. Uh, Cause I just love the idea of going to a club and then your pants only go down to like your knees. And the arms go out to your elbows, and the mask barely fits on your head. So, kid's side costume was good. But probably my all-time favorite costume, and definitely my all-time favorite couples costume, was from maybe three, four years ago, where Val and I went as Jeff and Jody from today's special. And you only get that, I don't think they got that in the States, but it's definitely a Canadian show, and you had to be born... Um, before 1993 probably to like this show. But it was a show that came out in like the late 80s, early 90s about a uh, white guy, who a white mannequin, and then he put a hat on him and he came to life. And he was in a department store. And it was an awesome show. And I'll, maybe I'll post a clip on the Facebook page just for anyone who hasn't watched the show. But um, Val looked just like Jody. I looked just like Jeff. And the compliments we got walking on the street, people could see us across the street. And they were like, Jeff and Jody, oh my God. People went absolutely ham for these costumes so i think that was the best recognized we ever got for a costume i mean we've had some fun ones i like snoop line i thought it was pretty timely the other one i always wanted to do but people were like oh that's so stupid but i'm like i don't care i like it i want someone to go as a giant number one and then i want to go uh, as a guy with binoculars and then someone's like oh if someone comes up to me he's like oh what are you following i'd be like oh you see that um giant number one over there in the corner they'd be like yeah but Yeah, I'm looking out for number one. And that pause there was um, for you guys to laugh, so you didn't, uh, you know, so I didn't talk over your laughter. Ooh, it's hot in here, hot in here. I don't know if you guys like that joke, but that was that's a legitimate Halloween costume I want to be. It's all right, fuck it. Without further ado, why don't I get into the next game? The next game is a popular take. This was actually Val's idea on the hit maybe ABC game show of who wants to be a millionaire. So this was Val's idea. And this one comes from which episode season three, episode one, the episodes entitled Wellesley station, which is a great episode because I, there's a crazy story. That's the reason why it's called Wellesley station is because after a night of going out with some people, this one dude got so drunk and this was before Val and I were dating. This guy got so drunk and I wasn't even drinking that night. And he like couldn't find his way home and he kind of lived near me and Val was like, you gotta take him home on the subway. I'm like, I don't wanna take this guy home, like fucking throw him in a cab. But since I liked her and she asked me to take him home, I'm like oh, obviously I'm gonna take him home. And I took him home and on the subway, he tried um, tried holding my hand or he held my hand and then he like was petting the back of my head. And I'm like, okay, you're drunk, I'm gonna let this happen. Just, I wanna get you home. And then when we got to Wellesley Station, walking him up the stairs, he tried to make out with me. And that's when I was like, um, no, I'm good. I, I think you know where you're going. So that's a very short version of that story, but it's also, um, it's a very funny story. Anyway, sorry, I almost deleted my notes here. But yeah, so season three, episode one, Wellesley Station, we play a game of who wants to be a millionaire, and Val did a great job of getting all the questions from, I think, $100 all the way up to a million. I actually get pretty far in this. I don't remember how far I get. You know, I might even get up to like 250,000, like two questions away from the million, but it's great. It's a lot of fun. We put in all the sound effects and music from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I phone a friend, which I believe is Pops Malin, the one and only, we give him a call. And yeah, it's it's, it's a fun one. You know, I definitely would want to do Who Wants to Be a Millionaire questions again, or game again. But it takes a lot of time and post to edit it together because you have to put sound effects and music. But maybe we'll do it, it's entertaining. So maybe um, Val can get some more questions. We'll do that in an upcoming episodes. So why don't we get into it? This is Who Wants to Be a Millionaire.
1: So- we wanted. To t- I wanted to do a Who Wants to Be a Millionaire game just because I find when we do like 20 questions mm-hmm. and stuff like that, it seems like people really like that kind of weirdo shit about us. But now I want to test
0: the IQ oh, and see
1: how far we actually get in this. This
0: has Can- in no way been pre-planned. I don't know any of the questions. You no you idea what the questions the are. You'll probably don't know this by me only getting to $1,000. But I get three <laughs> lifelines, you said?
1: You have three lifelines. So you get to phone a friend you get to pull the audience via text message, and fifty-fifty. Okay. Okay. So these are legit. Who wants to be a millionaire? Questions. for $1000. Yes. Which of the which of these gambling games requires a pair of dice? A. Craps. Kay. B. Roulette. C. Poker or D. Blackjack. That
0: would be A. Craps.
1: Boom! For $1000. You
0: would ask me if that's my final answer.
1: Oops, is that your final answer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 boom <laughs> that is correct
0: okay, you asked before we did this the other day you asked me like a hundred dollar $1, thousand dollar question i got it wrong so i'm very nervous <laughs> for yeah. so at least no matter what i get a thousand dollars you have a thousand
1: dollars okay this is the problem with these questions i have to like scroll
0: and are these like actual yeah questions? yeah okay so some
1: of them i'm trying to find the ones that aren't like um what call it uh, U.S. skewing for history and stuff it's okay. like that. Okay, I know
0: more U.S. history than Canadian history. It's far more interesting. I don't know anything about Sir John A. McDonald.
1: <laughs> okay, two. for two thousand dollars, in which of these household appliances would you find a lint screen? A, a dishwasher. Okay. B, a microwave oven. Okay. C, a clothes dryer, or D, a trash compactor.
0: Let's go with. D, a clothes dryer. Is that
1: your final answer? Yes. Ding ding ding, ding. Whoa. You're correct.
0: I'm getting nervous now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stains. I'm sweating so much for this.
1: Okay. Scroll to level three.
0: That was nerve-wracking. Isn't it nerve-wracking? Like, I was in my head, I'm like, okay, I know it's laundry, but I'm like, I'm still nervous.
1: Okay. The ability- Wait, how oh. money? For three tha- $4,000, <laughs> right? The ability to see outside your central area of focus...
0: This is $4,000. Yeah. This isn't the million dollar question. <laughs> Can you please repeat it?
1: I haven't even finished it. You cut me off. The ability to see outside your central area of focus is called what? Oh, I know. A. Tunnel vision. B. Peripheral vision. C double vision, or D, X-ray vision?
0: Can you just repeat the question one more time for me?
1: The ability to see outside your central area of focus is called what? A, tunnel vision, B, peripheral vision, C, double vision, or D, X-ray vision? i go with B. Is that your final answer? you are correct
0: <laughs> i knew it was but like i was like t- what was the first one tunnel vision yeah i was like just re ask her to reread the question just in case i missed something <laughs> like i'm nervous you're we have sweaty. to put
1: the make sure we put the funky music like the jeopardy yeah. sounding
0: music on it. yeah we
1: have to do that too we need Let's to get like I, all the stings
0: i'll see if i can find them but that was nerve wracking you know
1: eight thousand dollars which of these weapons was designed designed to fit on the end of a rifle barrel? Okay. A, a machete. Okay. B, a bayonet. Okay. C, a pike.
0: Okay. Or D, mace. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm pretty sure I know which one this is, but eight thousand dollars a lot of money. I, mm, I don't. I don't want to use a lifeline. <laughs> I have my gut feeling. Okay. If, if I lose this early, do we just, should we do another quick round? Yeah. Okay. Uh, just read me the answer. Or do
1: you just succumb that you lost all
0: your and money? And then we go to something else? Yep. 50-50 it for me. I'm going to be pissed off if I guess. Okay, so
1: we're using one of our lifelines here. Yeah. Your options are pike <laughs> or bayonet. Which one of these weapons was designed to fit on the end of a rifled barrel? Is it pike or bayonet?
0: I'm gonna go with bayonet.
1: Is that your final answer? Yeah.
0: Ding 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 ding. I knew it was bayonet. <laughs> I should have gone for it. I knew I'm like machete's too big. Mace no. Yeah. I, was, I don't know what a pike. I didn't know what a pike was, so I was hoping you were gonna pike was gonna be taken off. Yeah. But I knew it was bayonet. Damn <laughs> <laughs> it.
1: Okay, so the next question is for sixteen thousand dollars, and that's where you can you won't lose if you get the sixteen thousand dollar one right. Oops, I'm lying, you will lose all your money. Thirty two thousand.
0: Thirty-two thousand. Clearly I have, have no
1: idea what the rules of this game that's
0: are. Okay. <laughs> so... Oh, I'm so angry with myself though.
1: It's okay, the other ones are funnier.
0: I should have gone with my gut for that one. You gotta trust your gut, Mallon.
1: Okay. God. This is for level f- this is a level 5 question okay. for $16,000. You have two lifelines remaining. Mm-hmm. Which of these words appears in the title of the 1999 best... <laughs> What's su-
2: that? The- 1999.
1: <laughs> Shut up, you. If I get this
0: wrong, because this question <laughs> wasn't explained. 1999.
1: Guy, <laughs> okay, I'm not on the hot seat. Really.
2: <laughs> Please read and say the question.
1: For $16,000, which which of these words appears in the title of the 1999 best-selling Harry Potter book? Oh. A. Abracazam, B. Azkaban, C. Azerban, or D. Alisaban. Which of these words appears in the title of the 1999 best-selling Harry Potter book?
0: Well, I I clearly have no idea. Do you not
1: like Harry Potter?
0: I saw the first one and the last one. First one by force, last one by force. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, you should
1: have seen this one because it is the best one.
0: I, I don't even know who I would call for this one so I should you should call your dad you won't know this you
1: might your dad's a well
0: if he does I'll call him a
1: nerd
0: No, I'd rather text the audience
1: so you can text three people okay and then just we'll see which one gets back to us first
0: what if I was just like if if I think like your friend Kate can you text her because I don't have like if I don't have someone's number but you have their number yeah you can text them for me well
1: why do you want to text Kate
0: well, I'm assuming she might not. I can text three people I want, right? Yeah. She might be. I just don't have her number on my phone.
1: <laughs> so you have to text people. You do have the number in your phone.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Should I pause this thing and text the people? Yeah.
1: So while we wait for the audience, which is three of three friends you've texted,
0: and they've all been on the podcast before, they've
1: all been on the podcast. Who did oh. you text? Oh, we got an answer coming in.
0: Oh, we got an answer from a very reliable source, my friend Maddie from the Party Podcast. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, she says Azkaban.
1: Do you want to wait for the other ones to come in, or do you want to go?
0: I will wait because it's pulling the audience. Yep. I'm just going to say thanks. She says Prisoner of Azkaban is the title, so I am very confident, but I'll wait for everyone else. Okay. I say Thanks. This is for a podcast segment. You rock. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, oh! See, we are very popular. Mister Sean Puffbatty <laughs> wrote back. As Caban. Oh, really? I'm also gonna say thanks. This <laughs> is for the podcast. You. Did rock. somebody
1: text again? <laughs>
0: Well, that was Maggie. She just oh. wrote, ha, ah, okay.
1: Oh, okay. I was like, whoa, this audience is quick. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Clearly, they're
1: all waiting to come to 605 to watch the hockey game.
0: <laughs> Clearly. So, I'm not <laughs> even going to wait for my third option, okay. the third person. I'm sure Ashley will write back. Caban. Mm-hmm.
1: Is that your final answer? It
0: is, and if they screw me, I will <laughs> fight them all.
1: <laughs> you are correct, sir. All right. right? So, we are now going to $32,000 question. Which is the safe one. So if you get this one correct, you will not lose any money. Yeah. This
0: is yeah. level six. Oops. One. Is this level six
1: or level five? This level eight, six.
0: One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. So I got to get this. This is for big money. This is
1: for big money. And you only have one lifeline left.
0: <sighs> Whew. That was good of them. I wish I still had 50-50. Oh, I blew it on that 50-fisky. 50 beyond 50 <laughs> <fisk. laughs> <Feeling> frisky frisky. <laughs> Alright, what you
1: got? So, in the cartoons, Rocky and Bullwinkles.
0: <laughs> Rocky and Bullwinkles? I can't read. It's okay. not Rocky and Bullwinkle. If the... I get this one wrong, I'm going to say... I'm changing because... the question. I don't know shit about Rocky and Bullwinkle.
1: And you should know this. <clears throat> because you are one. A printing press is depicted on which of the following awards? Okay. A. A Tony... B, the Pulitzer, C, a Grammy, or D, the Nobel. A printing press is depicted on which of the following awards? A, Tony, B, Pulitzer, C, Grammy, or D, Nobel. This is for $32,000, you have one lifeline remaining.
0: I don't know this answer. Okay. I'm trying to think which one of my friends would maybe know this answer.
1: You can it. equally call your family.
0: You just want me to call my folks, is that Yeah,
1: because your dad would be funny on the phone a friend.
0: Well, let so me. Put him
1: on speaker.
0: Let me just say this Ashley wrote back ask Caban as well, so.
1: Nice. I didn't
0: need Kate after all, <laughs> even though I'm sure she would have known it.
1: Yeah, because she's a nerd and dresses up like Harry Potter for the screening.
0: Exactly. Okay, I will phone a friend. I will phone now and this will be a second time on the phone if he gets it uh, I'll have you re- I'll talk to him and I'll have you repeat the question yeah no
1: you read the question
0: okay well I'll need you to I'll need to see the question because I don't remember what wait, it is wait hold on let me write it down on a
1: paper so John who are you calling
0: I'm going to uh, call my uh, dad and we'll see if he picks up or if it's my mom or both of them
1: okay okay so um, just to reiterate um, for rules of who wants to be a millionaire. I love that Maddie is now text texting me. P.S. You see what <laughs> yeah. she said. She's like, "Val, we need to plan New Year's." Um, what you call it? Uh, the timer will start. You have thirty seconds after or. After
0: I intu- once I ask the question. Once you a-
1: ask the question, yeah. your dad has thirty seconds to answer.
0: Because if I'm just calling thirty seconds, I'm not going to be able to get out who I am in the first thirty seconds.
2: <laughs>
0: okay. Should we do this? Kay. No. Hey, Dad hey john how's it going good good so i I, uh got a question for you yeah you're technically we're we're recording a podcast right now okay and we're doing a who wants to be a millionaire segment yeah and you are my phone a friend
2: He just caught me in because we're
0: headed out to our company Christmas party. Oh, awesome. Well, as Val said, the rules are I have 30 seconds to ask the question and you give me an answer. Oh, okay. So... This is
1: for $32,000. This
0: is for $32,000. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay, so here's the question. A printing press is depicted on which of the following awards? The Tonys, a Pulitzer, a Grammy, or the Nobel Peace Prize. Or the Nobel Prize. <laughs> a, pre- a printing press is yeah. depicted on which of the following awards? Press, right. Tony, Pulitzer, Grammy, Nobel.
1: Yeah, 15 seconds. Pulitzer.
0: Pulitzer, okay. Is that your final? That's my final answer.
1: I thought at the Christmas party!
0: Did we get it?
1: You have to hang up, then I'll tell you. Okay, I'll <laughs> let you know later if we get it. Alright, because Pulitzer is for, is for writing, so...
0: I know.
1: Okay. okay. We'll let you know. Have fun.
0: Alright. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I think he wanted to know the answer.
2: <laughs> Who's texting?
0: But Maddie wrote, make Val text back. <laughs> <Be>
1: like, <"Please." laughs>
0: We be podcasting. This is going to be so chaos.
1: be so much chaos.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: We didn't pause it. For what? Oh, during all this.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm just glad we hit record. I got where they didn't hit record. Oh, uh, okay, so... Was he right? So,
1: so again, a printing press is oh, depicted I on... I answer. A printing press is depicted <laughs> on which of the following awards? A Tony, Pulitzer, Grammy, Nobel.
0: You said Pulitzer, right?
1: Is that your final answer, slash your dad's final
0: answer? Yes. Oh! (laughs) Pops Mallon comes through.
1: Pulitzer is. It's a writer's
0: award. Ah, you know what sucked was that's the answer. That's what I was going to go for.
1: Mm -hmm. Damn it. So now you have no lifelines? But, but you are good because you will, no matter what, go home with $32,000. Well,
0: I'll take this in cash or check. So whatever you want to write <laughs> out to me. This is real money I'm getting, right?
1: Obviously, because I do have this kind of money. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going for level 7.
0: So no matter what, i got to go for this one because I'm not going to lose any more money, exactly. right? Okay.
1: <laughs> this will be great. hope <laughs> you lose this. <laughs> Hold on. So many level 6 questions.
0: Oh, give me one that I might know.
1: I thought that one was one you might
0: know. I, no, I did, but the thing was, it's just like you're second-guessing yourself, because I'm like, it wouldn't. I thought it was either Nobel or, or the Pulitzer. I'm like, uh-huh. I didn't think it was Grammy or, or Tony. I wish I had the 50-50 for that one, but I wasn't going to risk not getting it, you know?
1: I get you. I get you. Okay, what you got? This is for $64,000. Which of the following best describes the ballet move called a plie? Black swan. A. A leap B. A twirl C. A squat or D. A kick I I
0: I had a guess in my head
1: which of the following best describes the ballet move called a plie
0: I think I know this because when you read the question I had an answer in my head and you said it can you just say the answers again
1: A. Leap B. Twirl squat, or D, kick.
0: I'm going to go with C, squat. Is
1: that your final answer?
0: That is my final answer. You are correct! Yes! Yes! (laughs) I have no idea how I knew that. (laughs) What what, what was that word? (laughs) Plie. Plie. For some reason, (laughs) I just pictured people like going down. (laughs) I somehow knew, oh my god.
1: This is for $125,000. I can do a lot with
0: 125000
1: Now remember, though, if you get this question wrong, you will go back down to 32000 Yeah. Which is not so bad. <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> More than most people would have on a Saturday night. Okay,
1: ready? Yeah. What is the capital of the U.S. state of Texas? Is it A, Dallas, B. Houston, C, Austin, or D, San Antonio.
0: This is a legitimate $125,000 question. Yeah. You would think that most Americans would get this. I
1: know, which is bizarre.
0: Okay, I think. That's in-
1: why I'm asking you, because it's like, Okay. you're not American.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's because I'm going to, my answer is going to be because this is the name of a football team, but I'm going to go with Houston. Is
1: that your final answer? Yes. What is the capital <laughs> oh, of no. the U.S. state of Texas? Dallas, Houston, Austin, or San Antonio?
0: I'm going to stick with Houston because you know what? It's been a good ride. If I go back down to 32,000, at least you know I gave it my all because I'll be kicking myself if I don't at least mm-hmm. say uh, Houston final answer. You're texting during my pivotal moment.
1: No. Mm-hmm. I'm just confirming. I didn't know this answer.
0: Oh, that means I'm wrong then.
1: Okay. I just wanted to confirm that their answer was right. Okay. Uh, So your final answer is Houston? Houston. I'm sorry, John. The correct answer is Austin. Ah. You are now... Happy with $32,000. Thank God your dad came through. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: This there's a football team called the Houston Texans, so mm-hmm. I thought Houston. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Oops, you can't swear on live. So we podcast. did get
1: further than we thought we would.
0: Yeah, I wish I didn't blow my 50-50, 50-50 so early. But I was impressed with the sixty four thousand dollar answer I got right. Totally. In. I should have. I was should have gone off my gut. That's why it went with, with this answer. Yeah. My gut was right for all the other ones, but.
1: Do you want to do? Ooh, you are lucky. We can play a swap the question. If you want to do a, I, a I meant, do-over?
0: Yeah, I meant to swap that question.
1: Okay. <laughs> These are new rules. When people <laughs> became ignorant on who wants to be a ma- millionaire, they invented the swap the question. A small, hard piece... Oops. A small, hard spot in a piece of wood where a branch once joined a tree trunk is called a what? A, a knock. B, a null. C, a knot. Or D, a... A noun.
0: Can you repeat the question? I feel like I can talk this answer out.
1: A small hard spot in a piece of wood where a branch once joined a tree trunk is called a what? A a knock. B a null C a knot or D a noun
0: not gonna be a noun because it's not a person place or thing actually it is a noun (laughs) (laughs) it's actually all those things john (laughs) it's not a knock because you're knocking at the base of the the, the tree that's the bottom part
1: i wish you could see the hand gesture (laughs) he just did for that
0: a null would be like an annulment be like getting i'm leaning towards null or not because a null, like an annulment you're getting rid of something the tree the branch it's kind of something that got rid of Mm -hmm. although a (laughs) knot Get the knot in there keeping keep the branch on. The knot broke, that's why the branch is broken. Okay. So Appreciate the logic. That's the logic knock it I'm through. going for. Uh, again, even though it is a person, place, and a thing, I'm not going to go with noun. You're knocking at the bottom part of that tree. You're not knocking at the top branch.
1: Didn't you just get rid of knock?
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, so
1: is it a null or a knock?
0: To be completely honest, this is just a 100% guess. I'm just going to go with uh I want my gut saying knock, but my gut was wrong, so I'm going with null.
1: Is that your final answer?
0: B final answer, no. (laughs) Invalid. Better not be not. Not. That's oh, that's what I meant. That's what my (laughs) gut said was not.
1: No, your your gut just lied to you.
0: (laughs) Not as in it's keeping it in there. I should have done that.
1: Sorry, Holmes. And this ends another rigorous game of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. (laughs)
0: for one or two more questions and then we'll uh play one more game and then end this bad boy so we can save all our good stories and like i said Val will be back definitely next week she's uh done her traveling after this week and i would have waited for her but she doesn't get back till basically thursday and uh i don't want to leave you guys waiting we want to put this out every tuesday on itunes so i figure go back to my roots do a solo cast play some best of clips and have some fun as my voice cracks i think this has been pretty good you know i haven't done a solo one in a while. But fuck it, I think it's good. So let's see what's the next question we can get into here. The next one comes from Julie in Calgary, and Julie asks, "Do you have any scars? And if so, how'd you get them?" Well, Julie, this is a very personal question, but I have. Uh, but I'll talk about. It. You know what? We're we're all friends here. This is what podcasts are about: being personal and telling the truth. I have two scars. One you can see, one you can't. And I guess you could see both of them, one of them if I had the shorts on. But why don't I tell them in order of when they happened? So when I was in grade eight, yeah, grade eight, I was in science class. And the one thing I remember about this was I had a gray sweater, which I actually think I have the same sweater now. It was my favorite sweater. It just fit me perfectly, it was super cool. Anyway, so I'm in science class. And obviously science is very boring to me. Maybe it would have been more fun if Breaking Bad came out at this time and I'd be like, oh, I guess that's chemistry. Anyways, it doesn't matter. I'm in science class and I'm sure I was trying to impress someone and I just started to like lean back in my chair and just kind of rock back and forth. And I'm not the most coordinated guy, obviously, as I'm about to tell you what happens. And all of a sudden I lean back and I lose my balance and I fall forward and just smack the uh, side of my head on a sharp table corner and thank god i mean i was i was in grade eight grade eight so i was at 13 years old thank god i didn't cry like it hurt like a mother but i knew i knew better than to cry in class when you're 13 years old you can get away with that when you're like 10 years old but 13 you're getting ready to go into high school so i could not cry and all of a sudden i get up and i'm just more embarrassed than anything And i'm like i'm fine i'm fine and then i look around and everyone's just like are gasping with their mouths open it's all this blood drips down the side of my head and my face and I had sliced open thank god I just just missed my eye but i had sliced open right next to my left eye uh right actually right under my eyebrow kind of thing and I'm just like gushing blood out of the side of my head go to the nurse nurse's office and they actually do a really good job of stitching not stitching but bandaging me up I remember uh The one thing about that night, too, was I was supposed to do a band concert that night. I played trombone in grade eight. And I don't know why, but I was so enthusiastic about it. Like, I I don't play trombone now. I wasn't particularly good at it either. But I was like, I must go and play trombone at our school musical concert night. And the tough guy that I am, bandaged up, big gash in my head, five hours later, back at school, playing trombone. And to this day, I still have a slight scar over my left eye, but I think it's pretty badass, It's pretty cool. And the second scar I have, it's actually kind of two and one. So back in the summer of, let's say, 2001, 2002, whenever Mission Impossible 2 came out, it was like my favorite movie at the time. And if you remember Mission Impossible 2, it was directed by your boy, John Woo, I believe. And there's all these, I idol- was people hated that movie You know what, it might be my favorite Mission Impossible movie. Maybe because of nussed Out, jick purposes, maybe because I slice open my leg because of this movie. I like the stunts. And there's a particular stunt in the movie where um, Tom Cruise is racing motorcycles with the bad guy and they're going back and forth. And there's one scene where they drive towards each other and they jump off motorcycles into each other and like fall off a cliff. So I'm riding bikes with my friend Matt at the time and he lived on the street just a few doors down and we were basically um, trying to emulate this movie. And so the idea was we were riding bikes towards each other. We were supposed to veer off at the last second, but we never uh, talked about which way each of us were gonna go. So we both were riding full speed towards each other. We turn into each other, we turn the same way instead of turning opposite directions. And he bails out and his helmet goes right into my left leg and slices me open to the point where he has two huge gashes running side of my leg, just below uh, my knee. And I remember walking, cause this is right right by my house. So I walked a few feet into my house and my legs just like sliced open. Like you can see just shit coming out of my leg. It's gushing blood. It's, it's wide open here. My mom's like, oh my God. So she takes me to the uh, walking clinic or the hospital, whatever. And um, I remember we saw the weight in the goddamn waiting room as I have blood gushing down my leg. But anyways, go in, get stitched up, and I think I had I'm trying to count now. One, two, three, four, five, six, probably about thirteen stitches in my leg, and I still have two big scars. But you can't see them like I, I wear pants most of the time. Even if I wear shorts, they're kinda covered by my shorts. But um, I'm the kind of guy I like scars. I think they're cool. Everyone's got them, everyone's gotten hurt at some point in your life. So I say if you're embarrassed, don't be embarrassed by scars. Be proud. Chicks and dudes, dig them. So uh, wear them with pride. Oh, man. I thought I lost my pen for a second to mark all this shit down. So we're almost going to come to an end. Why don't we play – why don't I play one more best of game episode? If you guys actually like the games I've played, I've done a best of games where – I think this is back in like season six. Just go to iTunes and scroll down. You'll see – An episode, all in capital letters, called Best of Games. it's literally two hours of all the games we've played. Because there's so many games, I just want to pick my top three favorite ones. And this one's a little bit shorter. I think it's only like five minutes long, this game. But this one comes to us from episode six. So this is season one, episode six. Like When we did this episode, which is called First World Problems, We didn't even have these awesome microphones. We had headsets that we played. This is how old, this is how long ago it is. It's fucking January, 2013, I think, or February. But we had a game I made up and it was called, Can I get an ad lib? And basically the idea was, since I'm a big rap fan and Val, not necessarily, not as big of a fan, she doesn't know as many um, rappers as I do. So the idea is I would say a rapper's ad lib, like, I'm trying to think of, I can't even think of one off the top of my head now. But like Kanye West goes, huh? And so the idea was I would say all these rappers ad-libs. And she would have to guess who it was. And because we have great witty banter, it's a lot of fun. And yeah, this is one of our first games we've ever played. And it's still one of my favorites. So from season one, episode six, first world problems. This is, can I get an ad-lib? Let's get into it. So it's time to get into a new segment, uh-huh. a new game of the week. And this one's called Can I Get an Ad-Lib?
2: Can I
1: get an
0: Adlib? Dog. Okay, so this is a new game I created. It's called Can I Get an Ad Lib. And basically what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna say Well one of my thing about one of my favorite things about rap music is uh-huh. hearing the rappers ad lib.
1: I'm so horrible at this.
0: I'll give you options. so okay. You know it's like when someone goes like, oh, oh, turn my mic up, oh. Yeah. All these rappers have ridiculous ad-libs, so mm-hmm. I wanna, I'll want to. say someone's ad-lib, and I'll give you an option of one or two people. Okay. I'm going to start with an easy one. You'll get this one right away. Okay. So the first ad-lib, I'm not even going to give you an option because you'll know who it is. Mm-hmm. It goes like this. Two chains. <laughs> <laughs> just tell me who says two chains. Two chains. We always make fun of two chains here, we sing lyrics to a song. Yeah. All I want for my birthday is a big booty hoe. Two <laughs> chains. <laughs> so that, that's see, that's how simple it is. Okay.
1: Yeah, but I always like improvise. It'll be like when I go to bed, I want two, two. kisses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? When you go to the store, get me two apples. <laughs>
0: yeah. We just sing two chain songs all the time. Yeah. See, this is how simple the game is. Okay, I like it. It gets tougher and tougher as we go on. Yeah, you might be able to get this one if you don't know who it is. I'll give you an option of two people. Ham. Do you want me to repeat
2: this? Oh, is that
1: Kanye? Ham.
0: Ham. Yeah.
1: Motherfucking know who I am. I'm about about to to go go, ham.
0: Yeah, he go. I'm not saying ham, though. I'm saying ham. I thought it was
1: ham. It is ham, but he also goes (laughs)
0: ham. Okay. People are going to be turning this podcast off because of how I repeat this. <laughs> really? See, it's just simple, right?
1: Yeah. I'm such like.
0: Okay, I'm going to do another one. You won't know. I'll give you a clue who it is. You should be able to guess, okay? Okay. Ready? Go. Burr. <laughs> burr. I'll give you a clue. I talked about him, this rapper earlier in the podcast. Cookie Man. Boom. <laughs>
1: yeah. His
0: ad lib is brr. <laughs> that's what he says.
1: I was gonna guess uh, Buster Rhyme. Buster Rhyme?
0: Yeah. I don't even know what his buses, Buster's a bus. I think that's what he says.
1: Oh, see, Brandon and I used to sing Buster Rhyme songs, and it was just like, uh, like, give me some more song. Is like, just like Cindy Pottier. Give me some more. Song.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he has a great song I was listening to today called Light Your Ass on Fire. Of course. It goes, move, bitch, go and light your ass on fire. <laughs> Alright, next. So underrated. He is, I love uh, Busta. Okay, you ready for the next one? Yes. Yuck. I'll repeat it. Yuck. I'll give you a clue. Is it either Pusha T or Most Def?
1: Damn, I don't even know which is wrong. Yuck. Is, that, is Most Def the one who made the video store movie?
0: You're Jack Black? Yeah. Yes.
1: I'm going to guess
0: him. You would be wrong. It's Pusha T. Ah,
1: oh, Pusha.
0: He goes, Yuck. If you listen to his song, Runaway, with Kanye West, push your teeth on it. Oh, shit, yeah. He goes, ugh. Damn it. Yeah. Gotta
1: pay more attention.
0: (laughs) Okay, I got two more for you. Three more for you. Okay. Okay, this one. Swerve.
1: Oh, is that ASAP Rocky?
0: Close. No, ASAP Rocky. I don't know what his ad lib is, but um, it's in the same, same vein as the new generation. I'll give you a clue. Okay. It's either Big Sean or Manny Fresh.
1: Big Sean.
0: Boom! Yeah, he has. Uh, he says swerve as his ad lib, <laughs> which is quite hilarious.
1: Wait, then who says swag?
0: Swag is technically little b, the bass god. Okay. Little b. But swag, swag's from like a bunch of songs, but we just both go swag. Okay. Uh, okay, so I got two more for you. Okay. You ready?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is that somebody who has like Really low lung capacity
0: Yeah I'm doing it in his voice again. I'll go again
1: <laughs> Is that I'll... like Notorious B.I.G. before he kicked
0: Close it is a fat rapper I'll give you a clue It's either Bun B or Young Jeezy
1: I don't know who these people are
0: Bun B is part of UGK <laughs> I
1: don't even know who that is, <laughs> is it... <laughs> The first one
0: Bun B? Yeah no, it's Young Jeezy. Ew. Young Jeezy has some pretty good songs. He's he he's from the South. He's pretty big. He was pretty big in like the mid two thousands. He had songs with Kanye and Jay Z and stuff. Okay. Okay. Last one. You ready? Yes. We both say this, but I don't know. I don't uh-huh. think you know. I don't know why I say it. Okay. <laughs> yes, sir. I thought we just said that. We do, but I got it from a rapper who's. I'll give you. I'll give you a clue. He's a rapper. Yeah. Slash. He can sing. Slash. He's a producer. Slash. He's in a rock band. Yes, sir. He's worked with Britney Spears. Will I Am? Close. Uh, Apple Box? <laughs> Apple <laughs> B. Yeah, what's his name? Oh, Apple Apple D, the Filipino phil- yeah. yeah. guy from... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's not part of Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> yes, sir. Pharrell Williams. Oh. Oh. Yeah, he says it. Oh, okay. Listen to all the songs he produces and he's featured on it. He always goes, yes, sir. I didn't
1: know that.
0: Anyways, guys, that's how you play. Can I get an ad lib?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can I get an ad
0: lib? You know what, guys? We're we should be at about an hour. I talked for almost forty minutes on my own, feeling a little bit under the weather by myself. I think I think this is a solid episode. It might not go down as the all time best episode, but I think you guys were entertained. I think I did a good job of telling some stories answering some questions, playing some best-of material. And you know what? Let's just keep this one short and sweet. Why not? You know, Some of the best podcasts are the short ones. But you know what I get to do, since I'm all by myself doing a solo dolo podcast, I get to pick the band of the week. And I have a bunch of band of the weeks that I'm really excited to get to. There's been a lot of great music of late. But there's an album that just came out this past Friday. It's called The Storm. And it's by your boy Tech9, and uh, Tech9 for the longest time was my favorite rapper, probably for like seven or eight years. And then his last three albums or so, I just I just haven't really liked them. And he's the kind of guy he basically puts out an album once a year. And this guy's been making music since '99, so he has so much music. And the reason why he's my favorite rapper was you put out a new album every year, and it would always be great. He's different. Um, he's just just an exciting guy. So anyways, this album comes out on Friday called The Storm. I'm like, I'll just I'll listen to it just cuz I have to, but I'm like, I'm sure I won't really like it. But I'm not going to lie to you. It blew me away. So much to the point where right now I'm making my best of 2016 list, and I was like there's no way this thing would would make the best of albums. It definitely crept on to the my best of albums it's in the top 10. Obviously, I won't tell you where but uh, when we do our best of list, I'll tell you what album it knocked off the list entirely. But I was happy, I'm like, I like the guy, he's, he's cool, he does different kind of music, he's independent, and I think, I was trying to think which song I should choose from the album, as I know he's not mainstream, but he's made some songs on this album that I think even uh, just casual people would like, like I know Val who does not like him at all. There's a few songs I think she'd actually like, and I, I wanna play them for her when she gets back and there's a couple I was going to choose but I'm like I might as well just choose one of the more mainstream hits that people would uh would like and this is actually actually my second favorite song on the album it's really good the song's called Anywhere and it features Marsha Ambrosia who's a very good singer and it's just like a good poppy big big hug big chorus and just awesome rapping really good beat i think you guys will enjoy it and if you don't it doesn't matter cuz i enjoy it and yeah, so anyways, why don't we get into this? This is the song of the week is anywhere by Tech Nine, featuring Marsha Ambrosia. So why don't we get into that right now? So all the ways you can contact Thoras is Facebook.com live at six oh five. Pictures, memes, gifts, videos of today's special, all that goodness. And follow your boy, Gucci Mountain. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all that funness. You can follow me at Mountain Camp. And of course, follow your girl, Dal Gomez 23, on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and um, Pinterest probably. And then also go to iTunes, rate, uh, review, subscribe, and tell everyone to download us uh, on iTunes. That's how we get back into the news and network. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John, from Assignment on Location where's your girl?
2: Wow. Okay, I gotta go sit down. Bleed lots, fatigue. I wanna leave them. I knees dropped when I breathe, not just... cause she needs guap. So extract me from this place full of hate that attacks me. Pack the sack cause I'm trying to get the happy exactly. People are feeding, they come and nasty at me. They don't love you no more. They discover your flow, but I'm feeling my fans trying to shut a door slow. Leaving the clown now, I'm nothing but a bozo to them Give my all in my sessions. I never thought that I would fall in regression. The music business, now we call a recession. We ballin', we stressin', cause y'all is divestin'. I feel it, when I ought to be top of these, where the hip hop or beat And the rock put me at the forefront, but galore want nothing but the pop could be. Hypocrisy, they forgot about the prophecy, that I keep the lock and key, but they talkin', he's soft and fleet. now they wanna cough in me. Y'all can be treacherous, I'm the best at this, effortless, but with tech, is. Been deficits. Wanna fly away like a Pegasus. I feel like the scare is near. They don't care that Texiera's tears. At this moment, at this point in time, I'd rather be anywhere but here. (laughs) Fades into obscurity, I can't take being treated like an amateur, this isn't pure to me In closing, it's messed up when you know you're one of the chosen But you can't have a show when nobody rose and other people go when everything's frozen Dear God, make me a bird so I can fly far, far, far away from here Dear God, make me a bird so I can fly far, far John Mallon.
0: And Val Gomez.